favorite thriller. Presented by The Thriller Fiction Podcast. Jim Heskett talks to thriller authors about their favorite thriller books. And now, here's your host. Hey, I'm talking today with Phil Williams. How you doing, Phil? Hey, Jim. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Uh, we're talking about your favorite thriller. And so the book that we were going to talk about today that uh, you said you want to talk about is uh, Descent by Tim Johnston. Can you give us like a, a little synopsis or a spoiler-free teaser about this book? Sure, sure. So uh, the family is, their last name, the Cortlands, they take this summer vacation to the Rocky Mountains and their daughter, uh, Caitlin, she's this uh, very talented high school runner. And she uh, takes off in the morning. She wants to run in the mountains of the Rockies, basically, to help with the, I guess, the, for, you know, for the altitude. It'll help her, her running in her lungs. Uh, so she goes out for an early morning run. She takes her younger brother, Sean, along. Now, her younger brother is kind of this, at the, in the beginning of the book, she's kind of this out of shape. Uh, you know, younger teen, it's kind of a little bit awkward. And so he takes his bike and she sort of, you know, uh, halfway makes him go. He doesn't really want to go, but he goes along. And um, the inciting incident is Caitlin ends up disappearing. And the rest of the novel focuses on a good chunk of the novel focuses on the family and how they're dealing with the tragedy and how they're searching for Caitlin. And um, the story, it's it's written with just such an incredible realism and emotion. You really feel like you feel like you're in the Rockies. You feel like you're going through that pain of I can't even imagine. I mean, going through the pain of losing a child, but um, that you, you I think you get I think you get a good feeling for the for the pain that the family goes through. Um, and, and throughout the throughout the book, what really pulls you forward is that drive to, you know, to find out what happened. Mm hmm. Would you say that it's more of a character-based story or a plot-based story? Definitely more character-based. The plot, in my opinion, the plot's well done, but what makes the book special is the character development. The family, they all, and this I think is really realistic, is each family member, they all react very differently to the tragedy. In some ways, in some ways they, they grow as people, but in other ways they fall apart and some ways their, their, their relationships are strengthened and in other ways they are, are pulled apart and, um, their grief and the relationships that they have with each other. It's just, it's just very tragic and very believable. Hmm. Interesting. So can you tell us about the villain in the story without spoiling anything or is that, or is revealing the villain a spoiler for the book? Uh, no, I, I can, I can talk a little bit about it without giving a, uh, identity. So, um, the, I'm trying to think what's interesting about the villain is, and, and this probably goes against what you'll find in most books is you don't, you have, you have no contact with the villain for the majority of the book. You just know she's gone. Like you have no idea what happened to her. And that's, in my opinion, it's kind of terrifying because you, you literally, she's just evaporated. I mean, it's, and you, and, you, and there's no, there's very, you start to get some of the villain's point of view towards the end of the book. And then you start to see who the villain is and it's, you know, and, and, and that, that in of itself is realistic and terrifying, but a good chunk of the book, you don't even know you have. And, and that's, and that really, and that, in, in my opinion, that really, that really helped to turn the pages to, 
to find to find these things out. But um, I think that I think that the the good thing about a great villain and and I think this story does it well is that even though you don't really find out a lot about him towards the end, you do find out a good chunk about him. And it and to me, he's he's believable. He's not this he's not this, uh, you know, arch villain like uh, you would find in a Marvel comic book. I mean, he's somebody that, you know, you might pass by on the street one day and you wouldn't even know you would have no idea that he's got, you know, some girl locked up someplace. And I think that that in of itself is terrifying. Yeah, I've always found it much more convincing uh, and compelling in a, in a book when that that the monster around the corner is a lot less terrifying than not knowing what's around the corner. That idea of approaching a corner right. and you don't know what's there is a lot scarier than not knowing, or it's a lot scarier than than knowing there is a monster around the corner or seeing the monster. That right. um, that sense of uh, that sense of dread is really what propels, I think, me through a lot of books. Right. It's a suspense too, right? Yeah. It's just that, yeah. So speaking of speaking of villains, how important do you think a great villain is to a thriller book? I think I think it's very important. I think what I think is interesting is I think most people and I think this is in 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 life in general. I think most people view themselves as the hero in their life. Pretty much everybody, even people that are total a-holes, they think that they're the hero in their life for the most part. And and I think a good villain is like that. Like they think they don't think of themselves as, hey, I'm a bad guy like or 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 girl. You know, I have some female antagonists in my books, uh, but they think of themselves as even when they're doing something awful they're They have a reason that makes sense to them, even if it's deranged. But I think, and I think a good, uh, thriller villain is, is like that where they actually think of themselves as the hero, not the, not the actual villain. And, um, and I, and I think that they also have to have, like, they can't just be this person that's totally, I mean, they can, but I think it makes more sense when they actually have people that support them when they have other, they have friends, they have family, they have people that think that they're great even when they're not. And, um, and I think that having a villain that's well-rounded and actually has a point of view, I think is, is huge for a thriller novel. Mm-hmm. Even though you usually don't see that in a lot of thriller novels, to be honest with you. A lot of times you see the, the guy that's just this deranged person that's in, that's totally by themselves. Yeah. It's a lot harder to, well, it's a lot harder to make that deranged person, uh, convincing and, um, and interesting if they don't have that additional depth Right, of right. maybe caring for something or believing that their that their cause is a worthy cause. Right. right. So, would you describe uh, Descent as a as a page turner, and what does that mean? What does it mean when a book is a page turner to you? Yeah. So, page turner, and and I think I'm to the point now where I only read page turners because if I if I get to the point where I'm not turning the pages, it's just like yeah, I'm done with this. Um, so for me, a page hunter can be anything from nonfiction to fiction, you name it. And, um, what's interesting about descent is it's, it shouldn't be a page turner. It's a very long book. It's a dense book. It's uh, heavy on descriptions. It's almost, I would say it would be like a literary thriller. Hmm. Um, and I don't, 
and I, I'll read some literary fiction, but I'm not a huge like if it's if it's a plotting type book, I'll put it down. But but the thing the the descriptions were so well done, and the presentation, the detailed presentation of the minutia of the scenes was was such a pleasure to read, and the way the sentences were constructed. I mean, it was just really really well constructed, and um, it ended up being a page turner despite the fact that it wasn't. It was a slow paced book in my opinion, mm-hmm. and it was just it, to me. When I say slow paced, it was paced perfectly, but. If you look at actually what hap- what actually happened, it's it's a long book. Like that could have been chopped chopped in half, but it, it, the the scenes were set up and described so well that it was just such a pleasure to read it. And I wouldn't chop a single word off of it. Hmm. Is it uh, is it part of a series? No, it's just it's a standalone. If you could, you tell us uh, if it would work as a series, or uh, if if it would spoil something, you don't have to answer that question. Uh, I definitely think it would would not work as a series i mean it's everything is everything is pretty well resolved at the end and i don't i don't see how you would i mean i guess you could try to to fit something together but i think it it wouldn't be near as good as the original if you tried to throw something else at these people i think mm-hmm. that's I, I think that i think that what they went through is enough <laughs> like yeah it's, it's enough for them <laughs> yeah um so you talked about how that has very vivid descriptions. Is is that the thing that makes it stand? Is that or what is the thing that makes it stand above other thrillers you've read to make it your favorite thriller? Definitely the character development. That's a big part of it. And then obviously the beautiful prose. I mean, you just don't see that very often in thriller novels where they, where somebody really put the time to 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 really make the 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 writing poetic. I think he did a really fantastic job of that. Yeah, that's hard in a thriller because usually in in a thriller you want to keep people moving from page to page to right. page as quickly as possible and so you don't normally want to take the time to slow down to describe how the sunlight reflected off the seashell on the beach. Um, right. but you have to be a very skilled writer to be able to do that and maintain the sense yes. of upbeat pace required for a thriller, right? Exactly. Exactly. And I, I think he did. Now, granted, I mean, you, you read the reviews, you'll have some people disagree, but um, but I, I was captivated. Uh, have you read anything else by Tim Johnston? When I read Descent, uh, that was his first published novel, I believe. There was He had nothing else. And since then, he wrote a, um, a children's novel called uh, Never So Green. And that book is actually on my Kindle right now. Uh, I haven't read that yet. And he has a new thriller that just came out in January. I have plans to read that too. But uh, Never So Green is is a kid's, it's like a, uh, I don't think, I think it's even younger than young adult, so middle grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, it, it looked interesting. I re- actually, be, from the reason I put it on my Kindle was, was when I was going through these questions, and I'm like, you know what, I haven't looked up Tim Johnson's page in a long time. Because after I read Descent, I was like, well, I'm interested in reading more. But he didn't have anything else at the time, which is a, I guess it's a lesson for authors. You try mm-hmm. to have other other books. But uh, uh, and then when I went back and checked, he's got the the kids book, and and then he's got uh, the other one is uh, what's the thriller? I forget the the name of it. That one actually got I forget the name of it, but one that came out in January, and that one actually has worse reviews than Descent. I mean, I think it's like rated at three point five on Amazon, but. Um, Hmm. I'll, I'll definitely give that one a, cho- uh, a, a try. 
Hmm. So here's a kind of general question as we're drawing to a close. What is it that makes a thriller a thriller? That's a good question. I think that a thriller, a thriller is going to be any book, technically any book that thrills, right? But what it is that creates the thrills, I, I think it doesn't really matter in my opinion. It could be it could be a murder or it could be an extramarital affair or it could be a sporting event. And I think that um, if you can thrill the reader, get them to keep turning the pages, regardless of what the event is, obviously the common one is the the murder mystery type. That's usually the common thriller. There's, there's murder and mayhem. But uh, I've... I've read some really good thrillers that have no murders. So I think that, um, I think that if you can create that suspense and, um, make the, make the, the reader, you know, feel what the characters are feeling and feel that danger or feel those, uh, that elation, I think you've got a good thriller. Mm -hmm. Uh, great. So what book of yours would you like to talk about today for our listeners to know about? I guess my most, well, actually my, my second most recent thriller, which is The Predator Hunter, it's about a 20-something landscaper that catfishes pedophiles on the internet. So he catfishes these pedophiles, meets them in person, and then confronts them with his camera with the intention of exposing their identity and uh, ruining their lives, essentially. So this, of course, gets very dangerous as these men are desperate to keep their secrets and he finds interesting people that are that, that that are that are on the other end of these profiles and um of course he finds the the danger and the the suspense along the way hmm oh that sounds interesting that's the predator hunter by phil that's... m williams uh all right phil is there anything else you want to talk about anything you want uh the listeners and the viewers to know about before we go uh not that I can think of. Uh, I guess one thing I would mention is if you go to philwbooks.com, you can get a copy of uh, Against the Grain for free if you're interested in in uh, signing up to my email list. And, of course, obviously you can unsubscribe anytime. But uh, a lot of my – whenever I have a sale or anything, the, my my uh, readers get notified. And I only send out like you know a couple emails a month, so I try not to spam readers and try to write some interesting stuff to keep people – keep people uh, reading the emails so it's not just about the books but uh, i do try to write some interesting things every you know twice a month so well great thanks for hanging out with me today the book that phil talked about was the descent by tim johnston and his own book is the predator hunter all right thanks for hanging out with me today phil great thanks jim Thanks for listening to another episode of the Your Favorite Thriller podcast. I'm Jim Heskett, and if you want to support the show, please rate and review it online and tell a friend who loves thriller books. See you next time.